Hey, man, is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is the Garage Rock Show podcast. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash the Garage Rock Show to become a monthly supporter. And make sure to check us out online at thegaragerockshow.com and give us a like and a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Garage Rock Show Podcast. And if you like this episode, please take a minute to give us a rating in your Apple or Google store. Now on to this week's episode. It's Friday. It's time for another episode of the Garage Rock Show Podcast. Chris here with our special guest this week. Charles, good to have you back, man. Good to be back, Chris. Yes. Thank you for joining us. And Aaron, once again, what's up, man? What's going on? We got lots of things to talk about this week of Friday, January 24th. Uh, this week's topic include, unfortunately, uh, kicking it off with Ozzy being di- diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. Mm. That was his big thing that he did on um, Good Morning America this week. We'll talk about that. Drummer uh, Joey Kramer sues Aerosmith. Some 41 had to cancel one of their UK shows due to a bomb threat. Ooh. Radiohead announces the Radiohead Public Library, which is kind of cool. You have to get your own library card. Uh, Green, Green Day's Mike Dirt invests in a cannabis company. Uh, we'll talk about why behind that. Roger Waters announces a 2020 U.S. tour. Ugh. Lineups are out for Rock, Oklahoma and Rock USA festivals. Plus, this week in music history trivia, our new 10-second trivia weekly, WTF and more. Uh, we got a pair of tickets up for grabs for Alter Bridge at the Regency Ballroom, San Francisco, February 23rd. Got to be over 18 to enter. Just text the word podcast to 68683. Um, in memoriam this week, some unfortunate news. Terry Jones from the Monty Python yeah. um, passed away at the age of 77. Uh, he was in, you know, of course, Holy Grail, Life of Brian, Meaning yeah. of Life, all the good ones. Uh, he received a Lifetime Achievement Award, though, in 2016, uh, but he ended up having dementia and was an, unable to speak as of 2017, which is pretty sad to think about uh, living your life like that, right? Dementia's yeah. Crazy. If yeah. you um if you guys want to know who Terry Jones is, um, look up the Monty Python movie The Meaning of Life and he's the fat guy. Yeah, there you go. That, yeah. All right. Some rock news, uh, another unfortunate story. Let's get him out of the way. Uh Ozzy revealing that his Parkinson's disease uh diagnosis is is happening and it's and it's real. Uh, he did an inter- interview on Good Morning America that he's battling it. Um him and his wife Sharon went on there. Here's the deal. After last February, he had um, a staph infection that was, like, nearly fatal for him. Ooh. And it damaged his nervous system. So a lot of the stuff that's related to Parkinson's is nerve stuff. So they, they're they not sure if it's symptoms with from that or if it's truly Parkinson's. But yeah. they're, they're going ahead with the Parkinson's diagnosis. But apparently he's going to be going into um, Switzerland in April. And they're going to see a professor who specializes in... In helping people with their immune oh. systems. All right. So he's going to get some, you know, and he said he's very fortunate to be able to afford to do that. Obviously, not everybody can do that. So, yeah. you know, but hey, you know, if they can do it, go for it. And I, I hope he feels better soon. And I hope they don't put him out on the road. I hope Sharon's not like cracking the whip. Oh, yeah. You know, give him a break. He yeah. doesn't need to go out on the road. Let's let him recover this year and maybe next year if he's feeling up to it. Right. Yeah. I mean, even even if he did, though, when you think about it. Um, when you remember the show, the reality show, like he'd be shaking and mumbling. And I know he I would just, just the flip the thing. switch. You ever, you ever see him just? Uh, yeah, I was going to say switch. like I thought he had Parkinson's ten years ago. Me too. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Not to be no, yeah, up, but the rumor was is that the producers of the show back then were like pumping him full of some kind of medication. Yeah, I did hear that. It was oh, making yeah. him loopy on like, purpose, better. and they liked 
you know, yeah, it, it made funny, like, skits and stuff, you know, because he'd be walking around like a zombie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, you know, oh, chasing the dog, or like, oh, TV. turn it down, or whoa, whatever, yeah. you know, just, like, all Don't out of his mind. The neighbor's fence. Yeah, think about all the... <laughs> yeah. Other. Ozzy's the person who originally went ham, Yeah, you think yeah. about it. Threw a ham. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, uh, a couple festival lineups are out. Kind of the more generic, um, generic ones, to be honest. Um, this one, look at... Who's headlining on Thursday night? Wow, are you serious? Uh, this Damn, the three headliners on this looks like it could be straight out of 1999. I was just gonna say that. Uh, Shit, Limp Biscuit. Well, I like Chevelle. Uh, let's see. Slipknot, uh, Rob Zombie, and Limp Biscuit are the headliners of this Rock USA festival. Oh, they got Ice Cube. You know what? That is Papa Roach. Okay, that that is out of the 90s. <laughs> straight up night. That's yeah. That's straight up. Right. Night. Papa Roach, Ice Cube, Rob Zombie, Slipknot, Limp Bizkit. Those all had their heyday in the late nineties. Oh, nineteen ninety-eight. They should call it the nineteen ninety-eight festival. Hmm. <laughs> that Rob Zombie and Ice Cube night would probably be the best, but I don't know. That's July sixteenth through the eighteenth. Yeah. Uh, and then Rock Lahoma. This is the one. Uh, also, Slipknot headlining this one was Stained and oh. Five Finger Death Punch. Okay. And then uh, this one has a couple other ones like Body Count, which is interesting. Ice T's Body Count is oh making, nice uh, comeback this year with a big tour and an album. You know what? He still has the voice, so I mean, why yeah. not? We listened to one of the tracks the other uh, week, and it was it wasn't bad. It was pretty heavy. It was pretty good. So all of you guys who are a fantasy, uh, speaking of Ice T, all of you guys who are into fantasy novels, if you've ever read the Driss Duarden series, it, are you familiar no. with that character? So it's, uh-uh. a, it's a character named Driss Duarden. It's Icewind Dale and the the Drow Elf trilogy, which came out years ago. Ice T actually apparently he's a big fan and wow. he, and he does he narrates a story and a collection of stories <laughs> about Dritz Duarden this fantasy uh, character. What a it's, trip! It's very cool and to listen to Ice T's voice talk about yeah, a D and D character is incredible. Wow, that's awesome! Yeah, it's really cool. He's a cool guy. Seems like he strikes so me as a pretty cool guy. Blue fire over here. Yeah, <laughs> you know what he he uh, um he fights crime. And he simultaneously makes song about killing cops. <laughs> right? So, there we go. Yeah, not many people can pull that off. Uh, all right. Uh, Roger Waters announcing North American Tour. It's called This Is Not a Drill Tour. Presented in the round at 31 Cities this summer. Uh, between July and October of this year. Nice. Uh, tickets go on sale January 31st at 10 a.m. And he says this. Look at a fair warning to those fans who aren't a, f- a fan of his politics. The Pink Floyd frontman wow. won't be holding back on this upcoming jaunt. He says, quote, <laughs> the new tour will be even more political than the Us and Them tour was, political and humane. Oh, we saw, we saw that tour, and, and it, it was, was pretty, pretty, pretty political. A lot of people were very, you know, like supposedly walking out like because he was showing Trump in all these oh, you know, yeah. obnoxious ways. And he says, it will be no holds barred. My work is to think, well, how can I make rock and roll more interesting or theatrical or exciting or visual or whatever? That's what I spent my last 50 years doing, expressing myself. So I loved it. I thought it was such a good show. Good for Roger Waters. You know, hey, it's not for everyone, but if you like it, you like it, and he does it well. And he's going to be touring the East Coast first. Uh, looks like in July, coming out to the West Coast here, Chase Center, Sacramento, on the 23rd and 25th of September. So Yeah. Uh, one cool bittersweet thing that always happens when an artist passes away in a band is that all of a sudden their sales spike and the streaming services spike and everybody wants to listen to the music of whoever passed away and recently it was um, Neil Peart from Rush 
and their their um their sales have gone up two thousand percent. Whoa! Since uh the the last whoa between just between January tenth and thirteenth, on demand audio of Rush's streaming catalog were increased to a combined twenty four point five four million, just on those three days. Which is wow. pretty insane. That's and, crazy. Um, they they even wrote a statement to the fans saying, "Our most heartfelt thanks goes out to family, friends, musicians, writers, and fans from around the globe for the incredible outpouring of love and uh, love and respect for Neil since his passing. These touching tributes help to lessen the pain of this terrible loss and remind us all to celebrate his remarkable life and our connections to it." So, yeah, pretty cool. And you know, at least you know that family's going to Neil's uh, family as well. So all that money and revenue that people are streaming from the band, oh yeah, translate to help for his family. So I think that's nice. always a good thing. You know, uh, I you know what I usually make a rush joke, but like Getty Lee's voice. I usually <laughs> make a rush joke, but you know what? In in a memoriam, I am going to not make a rush. <laughs> wow, that's My a big deal for time. Charles. Yeah, it it's a big it's a big step. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, there you go, Neil. Uh, touching tribute from Charles. Thank you. Uh, Thank all right. You. Speaking of some crazy stuff Mark. here, some 41 had to cancel cancel a show in Paris after an explosive device goes off at the venue. Apparently, hmm. uh, it was uh, a weird thing because this this show was deemed a personal space performance, so it was supposed to be super intimate. Like the band was going to be right up by the stage. You know, it was going to be a very contained area. So. Here's the thing. During the load-in for the performance, an explosive device was detonated just outside the venue door. Whoa. And the band crew fans in line are all safe. There are no injuries. So here's the deal, though. The venue manager and the local police did some investigating and found out that it was a firecracker. Oh, no way. they told the band that we've researched this. We've checked it out. It's a firecracker. The band still didn't want to play. Um... And the manager said there were no other problems, and the band still didn't want to go on because there was ongoing protests in the city right now in Paris, yeah. and so there was a stray firecracker that made its way over there. And <laughs> anyway, so oh wow, kind of crazy. Well, I guess you know, better safe than sorry. Yeah, considering like the concerts that have had active shooters, and yep, I mean they probably probably jostled them a little bit. Yeah, and better safe than sorry. But uh, so there you go. This was interesting this week. Drummer Joey Kramer has sued Aerosmith after being told he needed to audition in order to rejoin the band. No way. So he went and had surgery, uh, right? And he was gone for about six months, had a fill-in uh, on their loss. They're, like, doing a Vegas residency right now, Aerosmith. Had a, a guy filling in for him. Yeah. And now that they're getting a, up for a Grammy and they're doing this Music Cares Award, he wants back in the band. And the band was like, "Okay, well, you got to audition to show show us that you're able to to, to keep I, time, right?" I see that. I hate I hate that it's just that it's called an audition. That sounds I know it's pretty degrading, that's right? Pretty yeah. degrading. I I understand like if you just had surgery, you want, you have to be able to be up to a certain standard to play a live show. They had to play to a click track and a live recording of the band, and he had to basically. Like keep time and do it, and supposedly he did it all right. But the band still felt that they didn't. It wasn't it up to their just, standards. Shouldn't be called wow. an audition. So uh, now the judge. Ooh. The latest thing is the judge has dismissed his lawsuit. This was the breaking news on Thursday that they have dismissed the lawsuit against Aerosmith, saying that his lawsuit is what does it say? 
the ruling specifically cited that despite Kramer's claims, he is not entitled to perform, stating in part, quote, given that Kramer has not played with the band in six months and the Darth of available rehearsal time before the upcoming performances, Kramer has not shown a realistic alternative course of action sufficient to protect the band's business interests. So Wow. What is that whole that he's supposed to pay the new drummer twenty thousand per week? Yeah, and that's kind of like the in, insult Whoa. Uh, uh, to injury is that he has to pay his own replacement drummer that much a week to be able to do that in the band. Wow, yeah. that's like coming out of his cut of the band, I guess. Well, you know what? It, Isn't that crazy. What if somebody bashes Steven Tyler's? me in or something <laughs> yeah i don't know you know what i can say uh you know what i i appreciate aerosmith's music i've seen them live like i appreciate like a lot of their older stuff and uh and i think that i say this with full sincerity um even as you know somebody who appreciates their music but you know fuck you guys yeah that's that's a pretty <laughs> that's let let the original drummer play just like any other band would especially just for the grammy performance what's he gonna play like one song like let him let him play the grammy play the grammy you know why why make a big deal out of it before the grammys you know yeah that is ridiculous all right it wouldn't be a bad thing even during other shows to just have him come out for a few songs let the other guy come out come that's what they wanted to do with bill ward for black sabbath and he didn't want to do that like yeah they they wanted to come out have him come out for like four or five black sabbath classics and then have the other drummer do all the other stuff, you know? And he yeah. didn't want to do it. Mm. And he felt that he was getting cheated out of the band, and he said no. And they were concerned it... about his health, too. And Yeah. I know Steven Tyler is, like, a big fan of the show, so this podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he definitely so, is. Yeah, so, you know, no, take that to heart, Steven. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Throw on another scarf. Get over it. <laughs> hey, Chris. What's up? You know what, Charles? Don't even go there. Not without my coffee. Oh, wow, Chris. What happened to your ever-so-polite and upbeat demeanor? Shove it up your ass, Charles. Your big, fat, ugly, pompous, face-hole, jerk, ugh, turpentine mouth. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Chris, you know what, buddy? I know what you need. What's that? Potato breath? Guilt? Reach right into my sack. Right there. Oh, oh, yeah, oh. yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. Pull out the can. What in the ninth level is this? It's a cold, refreshing can of a little something called ball jack. They're a vitalizing energy drink that'll kickstart your day with a little something called pizzazz. Pizzazz? Yeah, otherwise known as a combination of yellow 5-6 and a little known and regulated yellow number 16. All good things. Drink up! Hey, I feel better already. Of course you do, because Ball Jack is the key to morning success. With a patented blend of caffeine, taurine, ginkgo biloba, and actual tears, you'll punch the day in the face and get pumped up like you swallowed jet fuel. Well, is it good for you? Define good. And Ball Jack is full of a little something we all know and love called energy crystals. Oh, energy crystals. Like sugar? Sure. It's your party, Chris. So, what do you say to life now? Look out, Betty. I'm jam-packed full of pizzazz. Woo! Good. Go get them, Buster. And watch out for cops. Huh? Ball Jack, located at most retail chicken feed stores. All right, check it out. Let's uh, move on to this one. Radiohead launching the Radiohead Public Library. It's their own digital archive collecting rarities, unseen concert footage, and playlists from the band. Nice. So this is kind of their way of keeping control. Uh, apparently, they were um, a lot of the stuff you would search for online was really low res, shitty quality. So Radiohead has up just got ahead of the game and uploaded their own good quality versions of it now yeah. through their own thing. 
out-of-print merchandise you can get now. Uh, footage, actual TV footage from of TV appearances, nice. high-res performances, rare B-sides, much of which has never before been seen. You know, I'm going to plug somebody right now, but uh, Kid A, for me, is arguably one of their best albums. And there there actually is, if you look it up, There's a it's called Kid A 8-Bit. Look it up on YouTube. Kid, it's it's eight bit. Oh yeah, version musical versions. Yeah, the eight bit yeah. stuff. I like the eight bit stuff. Very cool. Uh, well, speaking of Kid A, they're gonna uh, have now all of the webcasts from that era, that old school internet webcast no era. Way. They're gonna have all of those now oh, on there, cool. and then pro shot film of their 2006 Bonnaroo performance, and a lot of other things. Oh, so. I love that performance. It's really cool. You can get your own library card too and print it out. It says Radiohead Public Library. And, oh, nice. Yeah, so that's great. Kind of funny. So it's already um, uh, happening, and each member of Radiohead will spend a day as the site's librarian curating our archival material uh, uh, across the social media channels. Yeah? So check that out. Nice. Look at Neil Young trolling everybody. He's now an officially an American citizen, oh. and he, he only did it because he wanted to vote against Donald Trump in the upcoming election. Oh, shit. Yeah. So on Wednesday, his dream came true when his application was formally approved, and here's a picture of his wife with Daryl Hannah and Neil Young, and he's uh, going to become a citizen just so he can vote this year. I had no idea that Daryl Hannah was married to Neil Young. Well, his wife Peggy Young passed away um, in 2019 last wow. year. So I guess he moved on kind of quick there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you're wearing sunglasses. You're still missing both eyes. <laughs> <laughs> From uh, Kill Bill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, check this out. Uh, Green Day bassist Mike Dirt is investing in a cannabis company called Golden Seed. And oh. it's maybe not for what you think. It's because his wife, Brittany, had a battle with breast cancer a few years ago. And during which the Durants learned a lot of the plant's effectiveness as a medical option for cancer patients. Why didn't they just call it Green Day? <laughs> Probably <laughs> some kind of other legal thing. Oh, maybe. I don't know. That's a good name for a cannabis uh, yeah. organization. Though. Yeah, Green right. Day. It would be. They should have their own thing like that. Um, so anyway, uh, I guess he said that it helps his wife with her body aches and pains and the residual effects of a lot of drugs that went into her system for um, cancer treatment. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, that's uh, pretty cool. And then this was interesting that an Australian radio broadcaster has corroborated the report of the ACDC album and tour rumor that it's going to be coming out in either February or March with a, a tour of Australia to follow in October or November. Nice. So that's the latest report. We won't talk about it too much because it still hasn't been substantiated, but still pretty cool. Yeah. Um, in case you don't know how much people barely get paid for a stream, here's the thing. Uh, Corey Taylor from Slipknot was talking about it. He revealed that the going rate for a million streams on YouTube, that sounds like great, right? Like we've made it. A million streams, right? Yeah. They get paid 0.04% of a penny per stream. Oh, wow. That means the artist gets around 400 bucks for a million streams. Oh, look uh, at that. Yeah, that's not shit. Oh, yeah, that's insane. He's like, people can't live on that, and there's not a lot of people who get these numbers. The majority of this goes to the record label anyway. I know. Yeah. Like a real popular song will get for, uh, like, 40 million streams or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so what? That's like that's times four thousand bucks, yeah. yeah, or whatever. Oh man, forty thousand is that <laughs> distributed between all the band members and shit. Oh yeah, for <laughs> sure. 
That's horrible. Here's some good news, though. In January of last year, the Copyright Royalty Board ruled that the royalty songwriters received from on-demand subscription streaming would jump 44% over the next five years. So Spotify, Google, Pandora, and Amazon later appealed the ruling, though, saying that it harms music licensees and copyright owners. They're all trying to get more money. Yeah. So it's, it's going to jump? They're saying or what? It it's going the the payout will be higher, but they tried to appeal the ruling, so I'm not sure where it's at in court if it's going through. So is it going to cost members more? I don't know. Oh yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. Subscriptions are going to go up. Yeah, because Um, the artists will be getting more money. I'm surprised this isn't Lars Ulrich (laughs) heading this heading this. Against Napster. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Napster. All right, check it out. We got some trivia for you guys this week. This week in Music History Trivia, in 1976 this week, this group, who later become The Cure, rehearses for the first time in a church hall in Crawley, England. No. What was their original name? Was it A, Malice, B, Easy Cure, or C, Maybe Tomorrow? Huh. My, I love the Cure. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Cure fan. I didn't get to see him in Fresno a couple of years ago. When I was yeah, they always put that. on a pretty good show, from what I've heard. Yeah, I don't think I've seen him. What, um, do, you, what um, do you guys think? I think the I don't know. Easy Cure is might be too easy of an answer because it's too close. Malice. They're kind of a. I don't see that being. I don't know. I'm gonna go with maybe tomorrow. You know what? I I'm gonna go with maybe tomorrow too because it just sounds just that like that much sad. Not like <laughs> goth sad, right. but like you know just kind of sad. Which, uh, where it's a cure. Yeah, they didn't good. have any malice. They just had sadness. Yeah, <laughs> maybe tomorrow. You know. Well, uh, it was actually malice. Oh, okay. Never they mind. called themselves malice and rehearsed David Bowie, Jimi Hendrix, and Alex Harvey songs in a local church hall. Oh. The lineup played all three of Malice's only documented live shows during December 1976 to January 1977. Um, and then, here's the thing, when punk rock started becoming popular, they became known as Easy Cure, huh. actually, for a little while, and then they just changed it to The Cure. Okay, um, so, so like... Easy Cure would have worked, too? Yep. I uh, don't, you you would have got a half a point for that. <laughs> I like The Cure, but I, I don't know if I like Robert Smith singing Jimi Hendrix songs. <laughs> I just, it just doesn't... It is really fit. Use me while I kiss the sky. <laughs> That's it, exactly. Something like that. All right. Oh, man. Oh, hey, Charles. What's up? Oh, hey, Chris. Hey, Slugger. You look down. What's wrong? I don't know, Chris. Things just haven't been going well for me. My energy seems low. I can't focus at the office. I have trouble feeling powerful like I used to. My arms seem a little saggy. Yesterday, I stared at a bridge for six hours from the roof of a stranger's car. When they asked me to get down, I screamed the name Bette Midler at them several times. I just feel lousy. I don't know what's wrong. Well, I know what's wrong, champ. You do? Yeah. You're not getting enough fortification to those bones with the nutritional content in crow's milk. Huh? That's right, crow's milk. Here, try some. Okay. Mmm, thick. Sure it is. Crow's Milk blends the perfect amount of nutrient-fortified crow's eggs with dairy-based products we all enjoy. It's like a drink in a way, but in a way, it's not like a drink at all. Right, and the patented flavor and energy crystals resting deep inside that bottle of cool, refreshing crow's milk 
gives you the fight you need to pump those muscles up like a crow. Energy crystals like sugar? Sure, and remember, crow's milk is specifically designed to give you a unique charge of protein with amino acids that do something like science-y for you. Yeah, I can feel the charge right now. It really gives you an I-don't-give-a-fuck attitude. Well, okay. So, Charles, how do you feel now? I mean, I mean like, 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 deep, deep down? down? Really, really reach in there, you know, think about it. Like guar lyrics, Chris. Yeah, good. Now go get them, slugger. And remember, crow's milk can be used as shampoo as well to help replenish those nasty hair follicles. Huh? Crow's milk, available upon request in most countries. Buy it today. All right, this is a crazy trivia question here for you guys. In 1987... Pennsylvania treasurer R. Bud Dwyer, who'd been convicted of defrauding the state, proclaims his innocence at a news conference before shooting himself to death in front of TV cameras on live TV. Oh, I've seen this. And horrified spectators. The incident later proves the inspiration for what song? Oh. Was it A, ACDC Shoot to Thrill, B, Filter Hey Man Nice Shot, or C, Shoot You in the Back from Motorhead? I actually know this one. Okay, well then, uh, what do you think, Aaron? You guess first. 87, huh? Filter the song, I'm guessing, didn't come out till mid to late 90s. Mid 90s, probably. Mm hmm. Yeah, I'm a, I don't know, I'll go filter. Okay. Oh, Charles? Well, it is filter. Ding, uh, ding, 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 ding. That's right. Yeah, Here's this is a picture of, uh, of the dude. This is pretty crazy, too. This whole You this should whole see thing. the video if you haven't seen it. It's pretty wild. Well, the story behind it was, like, they were going to take the money away from, like, his family. Yeah. And, uh, and then if he would kill himself, then his family would get, like, the money. And yeah. that's what he did. Yep. Hmm. Pretty wild, huh? Yeah. Crazy. Nice. It was a nice shot. <laughs> yeah. All I right. I wish I would have met you, but now it's a little late. So let's uh, let's move on to some 10-second trivia here. So first up, this is a, a song clip that is 10 seconds or less. You have to identify from the clips whose birthday it is that we're celebrating this week. Don't always assume it's the lead singer. It could be any member of the band. <laughs> so choose wisely. Two hints for each clip. Uh, so first one up here, I'll give you two hints. This person was born this week. He has Portuguese parents that owned a radio station. Okay. And also... His musical influences are the Beach Boys, Jackie Wilson, Elvis Presley, and Chuck Berry. Okay. Right. So that... Pre-Coke David Crosby. When the light All right. So who's, whose birthday is it? Who do you think? The only person that I know from this band is Steve Perry. That's the only person that I know from the band. Well, you would be correct, Charles. It is Steve Perry's oh, birthday. Oh, okay. Steve Perry, go. former lead singer of Journey, turned Steve 71. Steve Perry. On January 22nd this week. Who um, knows that reference? Anybody know that reference? What? Steve Perry. No. No? Oh, okay. What is it's, it? It's it's to fake somebody out of their shot in a uh, in a in an epic movie called Basketball. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Steve Perry. They do that a lot throughout the when they're doing the psych-out. <laughs> nice. All right. Next up, it's movie birthday trivia. We'll play a movie clip here that's 10 seconds or less. You have to identify from those clips whose birthday it is we're celebrating this week. It could be any voice you hear on the quote. You'll have two hints for each clip. 
Um, so, this week, this actor or actress was born. Can you identify who it is with this 10-second movie quote? Here's your two hints. He was the host of a skateboard variety TV show called Skate TV. And also, he's a huge fan of Dungeons & Dragons and hosts games at his house. Oh. So, here it is. You think about it now, huh? Your daddy's the chief suspect. He cloned the cellular. Evidence is all right there, baby. What if your father snapped? Your mother's anniversary set him off, and he went on a murder spree, killing everyone. Except for Billy and me. We were oh, for dead. I know. It was and a he kills you and shoots himself in the head. Perfect ending. I thought of that. Oh, uh, it's what? not. It's the guy who played Shaggy, but I can't remember his name. He played Shaggy in the Scooby Doo movies. You know he it, Aaron? Plays in the that Seattle movie Scream, Punk. right? Yeah, that was from Scream. Yeah. Um, ah, what's his name? I don't know the name, man. <laughs> he he but plays I... in a pretty twisted movie about Seattle punk rockers, too. It's pretty good. Yep, that guy. Yeah, that Smiley guy. McSmiles. <laughs> That's yeah, his name. Man. Matthew Lillard. Oh, uh, Matthew Lillard. Okay. Matthew Lillard, yeah. He turned uh, 50 this week, January 24th. Oh, shit, he's 50? Yeah, he's 50 now. So when he played, so Scream came out when I was a teenager, so he was uh, he was already like in his mid-20s or late 20s when yeah, that came yeah. out. All right, so movie TV entertainment news this week. Uh, Pete Davidson, Judd Apatow's King of Staten Island is going to be opening up the South by Southwest Film Festival. Huh. It's apparently um, an autobiographical comedy based on Davidson's upbringing in the New York borough, Judd Apatow. Um, is directed the film. Are those his real garbage-ass tattoos? I don't know. I don't Probably. know if that's real or not. He's got all these like horrible-looking tattoos all over his body. Shaolin very Takashi 6ix9ine tattoos. Yeah. So that's coming up. Judd Apatow is awesome. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. News from around the world, of course, 49ers and Chiefs, Super Bowl 54. That's happening. Did you hear about the Conor McGregor fight? Yeah. Oh, just, yeah. Just, um, what was it, 20? 45 20, seconds. 45 seconds? Yeah. He knocked out American opponent Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Some people were saying it was a thrown fight and that that cowboy guy got a payday, but I don't think so. Maybe. Uh, you uh, know what? Uh, I don't think it was actually the the kick that landed that knocked him out. I think it was the shoulder check. Yeah, yeah those shoulder. two shoulder sh- yeah. shots that he made mm-hmm. caught him off guard. I don't know. Donald, uh, if you guys don't know, he... He fights more than anybody. He fights like freaking six times a year and shit. He, like you know, your eye Faber. Yeah, he's got. Well, what is his six? Was it say thirty six and fourteen? Got thirty. You know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, fucking. 50, McGregor's 50 just twenty two and four. Yeah. Fifty fights. You know what I mean? So he's just down to fight, and he's just down. This has been his biggest payday. He was just like, fuck, fuck McGregor for the headliner. I'm gonna make fucking millions of dollars. Yeah. I yeah. They probably get a bonus if they win, but he's probably just seen it as a payday and yeah. took it just as about as serious as every other six fights he fights a year. Yeah, you know? for sure. <laughs> Where McGregor kind of needed to win this, yeah, yep. to make his kind of comeback. Come yeah, Uriah favors like that. Did I hear that. something he about McGregor's gonna try to box Pacquiao now? Yeah, I heard some kind of rumor about that that he wants season. They're interested. Yeah, that would be crazy. I don't know. That would be crazy. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't know if, if he's boxing again. Work. I mean, Mayweather beat him up in the boxing ring last time, you know. Yeah, but Con- McGregor he did well for a not for a MMA fighter in the boxing ring. He oh yeah, yeah, he did didn't well. do that bad. He's he's he lasted all the rounds. Yeah, and I I did watch the uh, 
I watched the uh, like the pre like the weigh-in stuff like that, and uh, you know how there's always so much shit talking between the fighters. This one was just so like like regular. They just were like buddies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I respect him. He's a good guy. He fight, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah McGregor's the best. Uh, yeah, normally he's I'm just excited talking for the, shit you know, the whole time. Yeah, there's yeah. No, there was no ill feelings or any type of shit talking, and it was weird, you know. Can one yeah. of our can one of our fans fa- fa- uh, but fact check me on this one? Is Conor McGregor the actual name of the Highlander? <laughs> before, <laughs> because he came, didn't he come from Clan McGregor? And I thought his name was Conor. Could be. <laughs> I think he's the actual high, the actual name of the Highland. Could have the blood of kings. He could have. You know. McGregor. McGregor. Well, it's a rare condition this day and age to find a beer made with krill caught in a cage. Krill and nutrition and a little lemon rind. Some people say it's even harder to find. Well, there must be some magic krill inside these bottle walls. Cause all I see is it's filtered with baleen. Real krill bursting out of everything. Krill Reserve. Yar, it's made from stuff found in the sea. Krill Reserve. All right. Well, if you want to be more depressed yeah, on how much money the world has compared to us, Oxfam has just released that the world's richest 2,153 people control more money than the poorest 4.6 billion combined Aww. in 2019. Uh, so pretty crazy. Those <laughs> That's bastards. Those stats are just like, God damn it. Yeah, I know, right? I don't know where I've been living, but I just heard that... Uh like gas in the Middle Eastern countries is damn near pretty much free. <laughs> you ever hear that? Uh, really? Well, no, it's I don't so know. It's so abundant I... that it's just like there's a lot of uh, countries that where gas is just like basically free. I remember it was pretty cheap in the late 90s over here. <laughs> I was like, yeah. It was like 60 cents a, a gallon. I was at the height of all of that stuff too. Oh, yeah, big time. That was when Bill Clinton had those dealings with yep. fat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were hanging out, racking it in together, <laughs> racking it in. Well, speaking of cars, Toyota says it recalled 3.4 million vehicles. Uh, if you have a 2011 to 2019 Corolla, yeah. a 2011 to 2013 Matrix, 2012 to 2018 Avalon, and a 2013 to 2018 Avalon Hybrid, it's tied to um, apparently two more than two reports of a fatal crash. Uh, it's saying that the vehicles have an electronic control unit that does not have adequate protection against electrical noise that can occur in crashes, which could lead to incomplete or non-deployment of the airbags. Yeah, we have one. We have a 2017 Toyota Corolla. Oh, shit. Yeah. Sorry, you guys. Did you get a notification? We haven't yet. Usually we'll get it when there's a recall notice. We'll get a letter in the mail, and we haven't gotten the letter yet. And it'll tell you, it'll give you instructions. Call this number or see if whether or not your your, um, right. your VIN number matches the stuff. Take yeah. it in there, and mm-hmm. they'll fix it for free. Yeah, and we haven't, <laughs> we haven't got one of those. Yeah, this was kind of crazy. Um, uh, there was a, p- a bunch of these white supremacist guys, that stupid Virginia gun rally that was going on in yeah. Richmond on oh, Martin yeah. Luther King Jr. Day. They were uh, they had a hidden camera by the FBI, and they captured them discussing this plot, including talk about killing unsuspecting people, murdering police at the rally, and this other guy, this 27-year-old former Canadian Armed Forces guy, 
videotaped himself advocating killing people, poisoning water supplies, and derailing trains. Huh. Yeah, so they were all arrested by the FBI. And they were all wanting to do that at that rally, which is crazy. Oh, because those guys are all about just exercising their freedom for gun. Yeah, nothing nothing bad, right? Let's kill some cops and blame it on the color. Poison the water supply? Like, how fucked up is that? I know, that's fucking... How dare you take away (laughs) my rocket launcher? It's just crazy. Uh, Conspiracy Corner this week. Have you heard about this app that lets strangers find your name and info just by taking your picture? Oh, wow. It's a thing called Clearview AI. And it lets anyone find your name and info just by taking your photo. It, it grabs everything That's from Facebook, Facebook, shit. Facebook, Venmo, and YouTube, and the app compares photos that are wow. taken to that database. It provides mm-hmm. matches along with links to the sites where the photos were scrapped from, which could allow for information like Bro. name, address, and more. I'm not surprised. You know that whole aging app that people were doing where they were like aging themselves? Yeah, well, that was some it, Russian shit. Yeah, man. it was some Russian shit yep. that came out. That it's Let crazy. me get this perfectly rendered 3d rendering of your whole face yeah that we're gonna later put on something else yep you know what i hope somebody's doing that and then they have it on some sort of blow-up doll so that right now like a bunch of people are getting busy to my face (laughs) it could be could be dude you could be in a basement somewhere right now better have a (laughs) six-pack just like me speaking of this crazy hacking average american joe Doll. <laughs> we'll call him Charles. Uh, we also have stuff. a Chris. Yeah. Yeah. He's average American, but he has a beard. Yeah. If you're into that. Oh, speaking <laughs> uh, speaking of that, how's the uh, Charles has a bald head the, with no beard? Exactly. There you go. How's the uh, how's the representations coming along, Aaron? The oh, the graphics, graphics. Yeah. That's uh, kind of taking a backseat. Yeah. Yeah. I had a lot of time lately. Been. Pers- crazy with other stuff but oh, okay. we're gonna get we're gonna we're gonna get there oh nice yeah yeah we should have had like the listeners vote or something like that on <laughs> what, who we were what the characters could be yeah, that would exactly. have been kind of funny i can maybe put something up on the website if i can l- make a little poll thing yeah you know? that would be kind of funny or but which they, yeah. which we'd probably advertisement? get all kinds of crazy shit we'd have to like narrow it down because people would be writing in a bunch of like crazy stuff yeah. Make, make Aaron a giant dildo. Yeah, make him a turd. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> make him a turd. <laughs> hey, we could say, okay, fans. And every um, time he talks, his fart's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one, actually. Good idea, right? Right? Yeah, that's pretty good. That's like Hanky the Christmas Pooh. That's like what they did on South Park. Gosh, you smell like party flowers. <laughs> uh, last thing on Conspiracy Corner. Jeff Bezos' cell phone was apparently hacked by the Saudi uh, Crown Prince Bin Salman. Wow. Yeah, apparently they had a WhatsApp conversation on May 1st, and then he sent him um, from the Saudi Prince's per- excuse me, Saudi Crown Prince's personal account to Jeff Bezos that contained an infected, affected video file, which likely triggered the hack. Large amounts were, of data were taken from his phone within hours, and then it took place nine months before the National Enquirer published texts and intimate pictures of him revealing an extramarital affair he was having. Saudi officials called the report absurd, and they're saying that it didn't happen, so they're doing an investigation, but that's huh. pretty crazy, huh? Oh, yeah, for sure. That's nuts. You know what else is nuts? A deaf man suing Pornhub for disability discrimination. Claiming the porn videos he watches doesn't have subtitles. <laughs> and it's a violation of the ADA. Wow. 
he's probably gonna win too and next thing you know like all porn videos are gonna have subtitles imagine Doobie, the guy who's gonna period. have to go through there all that and have yeah. to type it all up fuck yeah fuck yes fuck fuck do you like that question mark do you like it question mark holy shit that'd be so bad oh my god it would be a funny ass fucking job though wouldn't it it would be a pretty funny job. Yeah. Uh, gee, it would get really bad, though. You'd just be yeah, like, oh, God. It would. <laughs> oh, yeah, daddy, period. Yes, daddy, period. <laughs> or exclamation point. You yeah. Know, does she have enthusiasm, or is it just like comma, comma, you oh, know, yeah, dot, yeah, dot? Exactly. They should just do like dot, A run-on sentence, constant run-on sentence. Like she's not really into it. And she's just here for the a question mark? Like she's questioning it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, do uh, me? Do me? Question. <laughs> Shit, I really need the money. <coughs> they should do that just to just to give that guy the, the finger Holy and shit. just do periods. <laughs> no exclamation, but just periods, right? <laughs> Look at this oh idiot. Some, this, this lady, Nadija Riley, age 31, was driving around for several hours on January 7th where she drove her car straight into an oncoming vehicle on Route 93 in Pennsylvania. Here's what she told an investigator. She was waiting on a calling from God and related that, quote, God took care of her by not having her injured. Here's the deal. The people in the other car were hospitalized with their injuries. Oh, Riley wow. told another officer that she didn't care if the other people were hurt because, quote, God would have taken care of them. What end quote. Dick. She's been charged with a bunch of offenses. But, like, sounds pretty, uh, Jesus, take the wheel. Come on, you know. She needs to get on some meds. Maybe she needs to go to this facility where the feral cats have breaking in and they've eaten human <laughs> flesh. Damn. Apparently, uh, cats, uh, the, this was kind of a first. They've never really seen cats eating human flesh before like this. But scientists from Colorado Mesa University say that bodies were left decomposing on land within their forensic investigation oh, yeah. area. Yeah. You know, it's where students like go and find out what happened to a body part of their university. <laughs> So the station is surrounded by a 10-foot-high wire-top fence that extends two feet underground in an effort to keep out many different types of animals. However, some feral cats got in and were caught on camera eating the bodies that had been left out. Oh, nice. And had a particular taste for arm tissue. Oh, arm tissue. I've heard this before about uh, dogs and shit, too. Yeah? There was a lady who had passed and um, she was in her place for a few days. Oh, yeah. They got to eat. The uh, animal, the dog, hadn't been fed in days, and I heard that one. Uh, you know, you start to smell decaying flesh. Yep, and you know, despite <laughs> despite the relationship that you have, the dogs kind of have a they know that you're instinct. dead, yeah, and they, they know, know that you're dead, they so need they to survive. Yeah, to eat, you? you know, yeah. you know. Speaking of feral cats, do you know that was actually the name of an offshoot of a of, <laughs> of crow's milk? Oh, was that it? It was a crow's milk offshoot. It only lasted right. for about maybe six months. But yeah. what happened was there was a particular product that was, was called a, Yellow was Number ladies, 11. right? Yeah. <laughs> it was the it was, ladies' version? It was the ladies' version of crow's milk, and there was a particular... Feral there, it, Yeah, it was a particular uh, ingredient in there called Yellow Number 11, it was, and it was causing ladies to eat each other's eyeballs out. Yeah. Oh, wow. And they yeah. had to put a stop to it. I heard but, it was amplifying the menstrual cycle to... Uh, quite a extreme only when the full moon was uh, <laughs> it was only when the it was all a down. lunar thing yeah it was on the lunar cycle mm-hmm. but it was yeah. called feral cats and it actually was pretty cheap like it they only they only sold it for a six pack 
of these things, which you would take like right before going to the gym. Right, and have um, malt liquor in them. Yeah. Combined with the feral cat milk. Ex- exactly. But they didn't tell anybody they had malt liquor in it, and that was also part of the lawsuit. So, <laughs> Crow's milk is such a popular that, brand, that though, shit, it just it, was it bef- overcame That's it. what happens. You that was know? like right before f- the Four Loco craze, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, feral, it feral was. Cats kind of was a little more underground. Not too many people heard about that one. Yep. Yeah. And then um, and then the, the rapper Big Lurch was caught <laughs> right ended up taking some and was eating the face off another person in texas and oh that, that's yeah. right yeah. yeah but it was all he was drinking feral cats before wow. but crow's, crow's milk came out on top because it turns out they had a marketing executive named uh, pablo sandoval who uh <laughs> was <laughs> who was just uh who it was not the baseball player right <laughs> not the baseball player not some other guy <laughs> yeah though. but they also called him panda <laughs> and uh but it was a different kind of panda but he he ended up doing their marketing for them he was it was his big idea so well, there you go. Yeah, Damn. shout out, shout uh, out to man, a feral cat. Forgot about yeah. all that shit. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Sometimes you forget. You know? Look it up. You block those things out of your memory. Look sometimes. it up. All yeah. right. Well, uh, that does it for us this week, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. Peace. Peace. Peace out. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinions, standards, or policies of the Garage Rock Show. TGRS assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. This disclaimer is posted in full at thegaragerockshow.com.